Hey everyone, it's me Shimon and welcome to episode 20 of yet another tech podcast. Today I'm joined by none other than Rajesh Pandey from iPhone Hacks and Namaste Tech. We'll be discussing about everything that happened during the recent Apple launch event. So all that iPhone 11, 11 Pro, 11 Pro Max goodness and much, much more. So hop along for the ride. This is going to be really, really interesting. So uh, for those who might not know about you, why don't you introduce yourself? So hey everyone, this is Rajesh Pandey here. I am the editor of iPhoneHacks.com and I also run a YouTube channel called Namaste Tech. Great, so um, if I had to ask, like, what is your current daily driver right now? Uh, so while I write for iPhones primarily, my current daily driver is a Galaxy Note 10 Plus. Oh, you shifted to Note 10 Plus. When did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a very good deal on the Note 10 Plus. Yeah, just like the S9 Plus, am I right? <laughs> uh, yeah, something like that. So I decided to take the plunge. So, did you opt for that watch as well, active watch? Uh, no, I didn't. I already have the S. S I, which one is this? Uh, Gear frontier. S. Frontier. Uh, no, not the Frontier. The Galaxy Watch. Oh, so okay. I already have the Galaxy Watch. So I use it. And to be honest, while this whole Galaxy, the Galaxy Watch is running, uh, isn't they're better than what uh, Wear OS is? But their <laughs> fitness tracking is like absolutely pathetic. Coming oh, from, is it? Yeah, coming from a Fitbit especially, I can actually tell the difference in like how bad the step tracking and everything is. Okay, because I see people like raving about it, okay, they have to close the rings and that's like the whole meme about it. But it's interesting to know that it's not as good as Fitbit and all. Uh, no, it's definitely not as good as Fitbit, nowhere close. The Gear Active 2, the latest one they just uh, announced and it went on sale I think last week. Uh, that one is still better, but this one, the one that I use, the Galaxy Watch, that's like horrible. The heart rate <laughs> tracking is like another level altogether. <laughs> all right. So, which color did you opt for? So, I think I, uh, so this one is the silver one, yeah. Silver or the Aura Glow that... Uh, okay, sorry, for the Note 10 Plus? Yeah, yeah, so the, yes. yeah, the Aura Glow one. Oh, well, what do you think about it? Like, do you like it, the way it shines and everything? It, to be honest, like most people end up putting a cover on their phone, so it really doesn't matter. But, but do you? Uh, I, yeah, I do, especially after what happened. Last week I dropped, so two weeks before I got the Note 10 Plus, I was using the S10 Plus. I dropped it right in the middle of the road. It was raining very hard and dropped it in the middle of the road. I had, I had no idea that I had dropped it. I crossed the road and I see, ki, oh sh I dropped my phone. I turn back and I see that it's right there, face down on the middle of the road. I, wow. It was raining hard. I went back, picked up the phone and like there was a car that was like, it was already, near, it was so close to going, running over the phone. I, I got in the nick of the time, picked up the phone, TK Jovi. <laughs> and, and then last week, the same incident happened, this time with the Note 10 Plus. Again? Yeah, again. <laughs> like, did it survive the fall or what? Yeah, yeah. So, I, I, luckily, I had put a nice case. Uh, mm -hmm. It was, a, I think, a Spigen, Spigen case. So, mm -hmm. it survived the drop and all, no scratches, nothing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's why I prefer, I started putting a case. Plus the Note 10 Plus and even the S10 Plus, they are very big phones. So, ultimately, you just have to put a case. Yeah, but then don't you think S10 Plus is more ergonomic in hand, like, it doesn't feel as big? Okay, hold up. Future Shimon here. I just noticed this while editing. I meant to say Samsung Galaxy Note 10 Plus and not S10 Plus. That's why I was a bit confused when Rajesh replied, ah, yes, but no, and then talked about Note 10 Plus. So there's that. <laughs> Alright, back to the episode. At uh, least I felt so when I held Yes it. and no. The S10 Plus definitely feels more ergonomic. But the mm. Note 10 Plus, the edges, they are a bit squarish in nature. Na? So mm. it just feels better to use overall. Mm -hmm. 
so that's why i tend to prefer the note this is something like it's something with the note 10 and the s s series the s series will always have curved edges while the note 10 will have squarish edges so yes while it makes the phone difficult to hold and it's very difficult to put insert it in your pocket and all but the usability experience is better on the note series due to this and correct me if i'm wrong uh, the screen curvature is less this time on note 10 like at least i felt it so it doesn't it's not as curved as oneplus 7 pro it's opinion. not as curved as the OnePlus 7 Pro, yeah, but it's uh, similar to the Note 9 and the Note 8. Oh, uh, the Samsung yeah. actually does it so as to ensure that you get the maximum like uh, coverage space for the S Pen. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see, I see. So would you still opt for a curved screen or a flat display? <laughs> uh, if it's if the curvature is as is like on the Note 10, I'm fine mm -hmm. with it. But something like the OnePlus 7 Pro, no. The OnePlus 7 Pro is like we have to spend the, all those new waterfall screen that we are hearing about. Oh, sh oh man, oh. <laughs> not cool. I, I certainly do not look forward to waterfall screen. Seriously, not cool, not cool at it, all. And it'll be so weird to have like capacitive uh, power buttons and that too on display. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll be very bad. Yep, I wonder how they're going to implement it. I hope they do not. <laughs> yes, seriously. I hope they find out in research and development, like, okay, this is not feasible, let's not do it. But looking at most Android OEMs, I doubt they do any kind of research and development. They're like, they innovate, they come up with something innovative, let's implement it, we'll see the consumer feedback and then decide if it's worth it or not. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And uh, out of all these innovations, I'm really looking forward to in-display selfie camera tech. Uh, because yeah. I really hope the notch is dead soon. But uh, even the first few iterations, I mm. think it will be something like what we have with the in-display fingerprint scanner. Yeah, so yeah that's Slow, <laughs> poor quality and everything. <laughs> Only time will tell how it will evolve. Yeah. And talking about the notch, did you wake up last night to watch the Apple event? Yeah, yeah. As the editor <laughs> of iPhone X, I had, had a lot of responsibility on my head last night. So I was up <laughs> till 3 or 4 in the morning. Oh, sh**. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you certainly did not sleep, I see. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so talking about the whole event, like um, let's talk chronologically. What do you what do you, what do you think about the Apple Arcade? So Apple Arcade, um, I think they did a good job with the pricing. Uh, mm -hmm. Now everything depends on the quality of games they have. They showcased a few games. Some of them were very popular, uh, like classic retros and stuff. Mm -hmm. But uh, everything depends on what quality of games it uh, ultimately offers. Mm -hmm. Because personally, I literally laughed when they showcased the uh, frog game. Yeah. I was like, okay, <laughs> you're showcasing your Apple Arcade thing and this is the game you showcase. I'm yeah, like, wow. because if they want people to pay $5 a month, they'll mm -hmm. have to get some better games. Do you think people in India would opt for uh, Apple Arcade? Uh, no. Or more like it will fall into the uh, same umbrella as Netflix, like six people will share it. Yeah, it will be same umbrella as Netflix. Six people will share it. it. There's no market for it here. You have to get the right kind of games. You get you get games like classic, maybe uh, all those games that people emulate on their uh, iPhones and Androids. All mm -hmm. those classic games. Maybe say Super Mario type and all that classic games which we used to play, 8-bit games. Maybe then people will start paying attention to it. But mm -hmm. uh, otherwise, yeah, it's all about the games. You have to, you need to have quality games. Otherwise, it's a no-go. And since they priced it at four ninety nine, they even kept the same pricing for Apple TV Plus, which is pretty, like, it's pretty interesting how they are undercutting Netflix and all. Yeah, so I think there are there's like uh, maybe Apple realized that uh, okay, we know that we do not have the content with Apple TV Plus, 
our original the launch library is not going to be impressive so let's just price it aggressively because knowing apple everyone knows just how money minded they are Mm-hmm. So for them to price the Apple TV Plus so aggressively, it's definitely a surprising move. But again, I think it's it has because it is because they know that okay, we have some issues with our library. It's not going to be that impressive. We are not going to have all our original content ready for launch. So maybe let's just price it aggressively and then let's see how it goes. And another interesting part that they're literally giving away. One year of subscription for free yeah. for new device owners. Yeah, so uh, again the same thing. Mm-hmm. They probably know that okay, our content library is going to suck. It's not <laughs> going to be that impressive because the thing with Apple right now is uh, Disney. Ultimately, they have every, they ha- they like own half the stu- studios. They mm-hmm. have all the best content. Everything. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. The, there's also the fact that no one knows if Disney is willing to license their content to Apple. for apple tv plus ultimately apple just cannot rely on its own content especially when it launches apple tv plus because right now half the shows for apple tv plus are still in production they only have like one or two shows that will be ready when apple tv plus launches on november 1st mm-hmm. so you need to still have other content right no one is going to pay 5 dollars a month just to watch your two tv shows or maybe one movie that you make you need mm-hmm. to have other content like netflix like prime video so there's this is something that will be interesting to see So I think this is why they uh, priced it so low. Yeah, because they knew they won't have anything ready for the launch. So they'll be like, okay, pay us less. Once you get on board with the platform, we will charge more. Yeah, it's like they want to first get people on it, and then mm-hmm. they'll see how it goes. And they they'll boost their numbers. We have X amount of people on our platform in Y amount of days. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> it's Apple. So ultimately, they'll figure out a way to make a lot of money. Not just money, a lot of money. Yes, a lot of money. <laughs> And since we were talking about smartwatches a while ago, what do you think about the fifth generation Apple Watch? So, to be honest, um, <laughs> Apple Watch is like the only smartwatch in the market, in my opinion. Ah, uh, true, true. There's no Wear OS is like dead. Um, I don't know why is like Google should just ki bhai humse nahi ho payega. Leave it. Because even if even if as even if Google does come up with a Pixel Watch in October. they are just so far behind in the game right now they mm-hmm. simply cannot catch up to the apple watch it in not just in terms of ha- software but also in hardware yeah mm-hmm. sure exactly. the, the apple watch series 5 doesn't bring anything like breath like ex- something new to the table it still it's just brings always on display which is something that android watches have had and even the since fit- the first generation <laughs> yeah <laughs> even the fitbit has it now but mm-hmm. uh, even then the overall experience of using the apple watch Mm-hmm. it's uh, it's not something that google can match probably the closest that can come is samsung but uh, they need to ramp up their effort on the sensors side they need to use better quality sensors for better tracking and stuff i still remember like mocking apple watch for their first generation like saying it's a square watch while moto 360 is circular yeah. and it's pretty interesting to see how tables have turned <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah they they they've invested a lot in the apple watch and the fitness aspect of it and it shows mm-hmm. because See there are so many smartwatches on the market even smartwatches and say even let's just consider fitness bands but how many how many times do you hear that uh, say a fitbit or a mi band has uh, helped save the life of its uh, user and mm-hmm. compare that to what you, uh, how frequent do you hear with how the apple watch has saved the life of its user well do you see yourself uh, like getting a circular apple watch some sometime in the future or do you think they will stick to the squarish design So um 
I think they are going to stick to the squarish design. Hmm, they're like just minimizing the bezels on yeah, the edge. Yeah, yeah. They're just going to minimize the bezels on the edge, and that's about it. They are not going to because the whole UI. If they go with the uh, circular design, uh, they'll have to redo a lot of the UI stuff as well. Mm-hmm. It the whole half the UI portion will start cutting off and all. That's a huge. That's another headache that I don't think Apple will likely take. <laughs> and suppose if they open up the compatibility with Android smartphones. Oh, I'm buying it on that day. Ever. I'm buying it on that <laughs> very day. Yes, yes. Even me too. Like I, I really need a smartwatch right now. My Moto 360 is dead. The second generation is dead. I can't seem to find a spare battery, and I'm using a Mi Band 3 now. <laughs> Have you used the Mi Band 4 though? uh no i i haven't um, i am looking forward to its release but yeah the thing with me is i i need a smartwatch more precisely for notifications while i was using the fitbit earlier before the galaxy watch mm-hmm. i i fit is uh, fitbit has a great uh, fitness tracking aspect and everything but i realized that it's extremely bad at even mirroring notifications from my android phone mm-hmm. like it just stops working randomly and then like out of the blue six days it will not work on the seventh day it will just start randomly working then I, and it's then i realized that it's the notifications that matter more to me mm-hmm. so Correct. something like the mi band 4 it won't work for me because i need it for to view my notifications so mm-hmm. i'm not really left left with much options the galaxy series from the galaxy watch series from samsung is like the only a so have you considered fossil smartwatch their fifth generation one it uh, actually looks good Yeah, it looks good, but it's it, it's running Wear OS. So that's that. <laughs> that's like the end of the story. True, 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 true. I, I kind of want a, a Pixel Watch, but I don't see it happening. Like, had it been in the works, it would have leaked by now. Like, there is no chance that it exists and it hasn't leaked. Yeah, even if it exists, it needs to have a new chipset. Ultimately, you cannot launch a smartwatch run with a like 14 nm or a 20 nm chipset and then mm-hmm. expect it to compete with the likes of the Apple Watch. That's not going to happen. The bullshit that Qualcomm <laughs> spew on us with <laughs> 3100 chip. I think uh, mm-hmm. we have all learned our lesson. We know. Mm-hmm. So do you think it is more on part of Google like not refining their software or like messing up their software or more on Qualcomm for not producing chips as often I think it's uh, the blame for the Wearables failure primarily lies with Google if you are <laughs> building an ecosystem it's up to you uh, to make sure that everyone works you you work with your partner you tell mm-hmm. them ki ultimately it's about the money so uh, the new chips will only come out if Google is ready to pay Google can mm-hmm. say ki okay fine we will pay you this much of money you make the chips whether it sells or not that's fine we are still paying you mm-hmm. that's something that's a risk you have to take this is what apple did with the apple watch right they mm-hmm. right from the get go they shipped it with their own custom chip they kept on building on it and see mm-hmm. now where they are yes 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 the tables have turned yeah <laughs> talking about tables and all do you ever use a tablet on table wow that was a very bad sign <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, let's like, talking about tablets. Like, do you ever see yourself using a tablet, be it Windows, Android, or maybe iPad? Uh, so I do use an iPad, but uh, strictly for content consumption, YouTube videos, movies, and all that stuff. Wow, posh people! <laughs> I won't watch videos on my phone. I have a dedicated iPad for it. <laughs> so is it iPad Pro? Yeah, it's an iPad Pro because it has see? a quad speaker. Posh people. <laughs> You know, I need the quad speaker setup on the iPad Pro. I have no use of it. I just need it for that speaker setup because the regular iPads they have stereo speakers, 
and it's not mm-hmm. loud enough so i just need that quad uh, quad speaker setup wow and i really love that 120 hertz refresh rate so uh, so i have the older one so yeah not so posh oh yeah the older one yeah the 9.7 is the original ipad pro i think and it's been oh. it's been working fine i just use it for watching videos so it works for me wow seriously posh yeah <laughs> Am I the only one or the current iPad lineup is very confusing? Like yesterday I was like trying to understand like what's the whole lineup like. Do yeah. you have some clarity? Uh, yeah, so it's like uh, I'm not sure what Apple is trying to do with its iPad lineup uh, lineup here. It makes mm-hmm. like some it's very it's exactly like what you said it's getting very confusing now. Mm-hmm. There's no clear picture as to okay the 10.2 inch iPad which they announced yesterday with all that whole drama about performance and everything turns out it has the same 8 in fusion chip as the last ipad it is replacing yes so it has the same chip as the iphone 7 so mm. I, i'm not sure how does that even make sense mm. exactly so if you have the 10.2 inch ipad it's fine then why do you need the 10.5 inch ipad air exactly and i came to know that the only difference between uh, ipad the new ipad and yeah. the ipad air is literally the cpu everything is same everything else is same yeah so wow. so it makes no sense yeah uh, some, wow. sometimes i think if like if you pull up some high level apple executives and ask them to explain us the ipad lineup i think they will get confused themselves but i would still consider like if you are in the market looking for a tablet you're better off with a ipad i, I don't than I windows don't, or android tablet i don't think there are any android tablets left oh maybe you need to get press releases from uh, Alcatel I guess <laughs> yeah the, the, the <laughs> I Samsung think I, also. I remember them sending a press release a week ago I think <laughs> the Samsung also they also launched the uh, launched the Tab S6 mm-hmm. uh, but yeah all those are not worth the time money consideration do they realize they have no market for it <laughs> who is buying that those tar tablets yeah I, I wonder I actually wonder who is buying them the last tablet I literally liked was I mean I really liked was the Lenovo one which had a book handle if you remember yeah, yeah, yeah. like a cylinder thing <laughs> and then a screen on top yeah no wonder it flopped <laughs> oh just because i liked it <laughs> so no, but it does like seriously it was it was nice it had a kickstand and built-in projector and everything yeah it yeah. was fun while it lasted yeah all those are gimmicks ultimately it's the usability that matters no yeah true and it was funny how they also had that Uh, a hole for hanging it in the wall i'm like what <laughs> that is so useful i i have nails in the walls everywhere and just dying to hang my tablet over there <laughs> okay so since you're talking about phones and everything what do you think about the uh, nomenclature change from 10r to 11 it's so on and so forth do you think it's a wise move or they should have stuck with roman numerals uh so again not sticking with roman numerals is a good thing yes and the consumers are really not that smart to figure it out yeah <laughs> because the whole generation went by as iphone x and yeah. not 10 yeah so i wonder what would they have called the iphone 11 then if it had the roman X- numerals <laughs> xi of course <laughs> iphone xi pro max then it would have been a nice mess yeah but anyways what do you think about the uh, iphone 11 So the Lenovo is a really good phone for its price uh 700 dollars it's a very good phone 
not as good as say some other android flagships in some department but yeah mm -hmm. for an iphone 700 what you get with the iphone 11 it's pretty good i do think like they could have improved the display a bit like come on that lcd display ko kuch to kar hi sakte the <laughs> but yeah it's still 720p right yeah it's still 720p uh, and it's like the same uh, same or maybe a generation newer lcd panel than that what they've used on the 10r but ultimately wow. it's all the same there's no improvement whatsoever i know someone will you know tweet about this they'll <laughs> say oh i can get realme 5 pro for much less and it has three cameras sorry four cameras <laughs> <laughs> uh, since we're talking about cameras i'm really really glad apple finally you know took up the charge and added a wide angle camera ultra wide angle camera on their phones so yeah the interesting thing is uh, before the these iPhones launched uh, mm -hmm. there were rumors and including this uh, uh, there's a reputed iPhone analyst Ming-Chi Kuo so mm -hmm. he's very reputed his predictions are like always bang on everyone predicted the iPhone 11 is going to come with a dual camera setup but it will have a telephoto sensor Mm -hmm. So, and uh, this is something what we hear with the Pixel 4 as well, but uh, mm -hmm. right from the get-go I was like, this goes against the market sentiment. You, and since Apple is like, they are so focused on usability, I was, I was never really inclined to believe that they would go with a telephoto sensor since it's rarely useful. It's not that useful compared to an ultra-wide angle camera. Mm -hmm. So ultimately, Apple obviously did the smart thing. The whole rumor mill was obviously wrong. They went with an ultra-wide angle camera, which is a great thing because it allows people to take photos in a completely different perspective. Mm -hmm. And one thing which amazes me is the parity between both lenses. It, it's, it's not like the normal, the wide-angle camera would be of excellent quality and the ultra-wide would be like, eh, okay-ish quality, it just gives you wide-angle perspective. It's like the same, uh, same sensor but with different lens, if I recall correctly. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, Apple. Ultimately, they f they are yeah. like they always pay attention to detail in these regards. This is something where the Mate uh, Mate 20 Pro, the P30 Pro from Huawei, they were very mm -hmm. bad. Um, mm -hmm. The Galaxy S10 series and the Note 10, relatively good. But yeah, I'm pretty sure the iPhone is going to be on another level altogether. Uh, there's an interesting fact though. The mm -hmm. iPhone 11 ultra wide angle lens, it's a one, it has a 120 degree field of view. Uh, mm -hmm. The Galaxy S10 and Note 10 series, they have a slightly wider 123 degree uh, field of view. Okay. So it's like a small difference, but yeah, mm -hmm. ultimately the ultra wide angle camera on the S10 and Note 10 allows you to capture slightly more than what the iPhone 11 lets you do. I would rather have better quality than three more degrees. To of be honest, field of view. I, I uh, maybe like if you ignore the color signs, talking mm -hmm. purely in terms of quality, I somehow feel that. Uh, they're going to be on par or maybe there's a difference of maybe like 5-10% but mm -hmm. uh, otherwise they're going to be on par because ultimately you're looking at the same aperture and everything. So mm -hmm. whatever improvements Apple can make, it's basically to their color science and image processing. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but ultimately the, the hardware is, I think it's essentially the same. Okay. So there's one interesting tidbit which I didn't know about yesterday. So I was under the impression that when you are in the camera viewfinder yeah you're shooting images in 18 ratio 9 or whatever the aspect ratio in iphones are so i thought you were like cropping into 4 ratio 3 pictures but it turns out where the camera elements are that's only for you to see like this is also what you can capture if you go to ultra wide mode otherwise whatever you see on the viewfinder is what you're going to click 
so that was very interesting i came to know about in the morning yeah so it's it, it, again this is something that shows how much attention to detail apple pays compared to other like, that's genius like wow yeah, <laughs> why did anyone else think of this like i'm waiting for android os to copy it mm, seriously like this is what they need to copy like please copy the good parts yeah i think what they're doing is they're showing you the feed from ultra wide angle camera but actually the main camera is being shot because the whole transition between lenses is so smooth you don't get that stutter like you must have noticed in OnePlus 7 Pro or yeah it's Galaxy S10 yeah, like this you can literally see the stutter like okay this is the ultra wide lens now you zoom oh this is the wide lens then you go to telephoto it was smooth and i think they are just zooming in from one lens and then shooting from another i don't know i i might be wrong but it's very smooth no i think uh, it's probably due to the uh, isp on the a13 it is mm. receiving feed from all the three sensors and mm. it is capable of switching between them seamlessly the problem with the current uh, generation android phones uh, they can they were only receiving feed from one camera at a time oh so there's always there's always going to be that lag ah i see so do you think this is something which can be fixed in uh, pixel 4 with their uh, pixel vision chip or what's it called uh, visual core visual core visual core yeah do you think it's something which can be fixed with visual core if google pays that attention to detail yeah sure mm-hmm. or is it something which only qualcomm can fix in their own silicon no if if google is uh, ready to but to be honest it's a lot of work for google to do i really doubt google is going to put that much of effort because if they had to the pixel the pixel visual code it would have already been doing much more than what it does right now mm-hmm. it's already been two generations in and by uh, it processes photos it's that's about it like we haven't seen much from it yeah it's only attributing to the speed because i'm using pixel 3a xl right now yeah the processing is slow but damn the photos <laughs> yeah so <laughs> totally yeah. worth it yeah so like this is a very interesting choice where they you know cheaped out on materials and the cpu but the camera oh i love that camera so much better than oneplus 7 yeah but uh, this they screwed up the pricing in india in the us it's doing very well so yeah it's dead on arrival in india <laughs> <laughs> i don't think they would have like sold more than 10 units and the funny Do thing was like when it launched everyone was talking about it oh my god this this phone is so great so great yeah oh, great camera a great great camera but yeah you have to look at the pricing as well no i think some people were so optimistic they were like oh it will be under 25k <laughs> right <laughs> but since we're talking about cameras do you think it was a nice move like one uh, iphone 11 pro has three cameras instead of just sticking with two uh, on the iphone 11 pro yeah yes. uh, because the telephoto sensor is also improved it has a mm-hmm. wider aperture so yeah it's it's always useful plus the portrait photos that the iphone 11 can cap, uh, like any previous iphone can capture and mm-hmm. even the iphone 11 pro series they're always better than what you'll get on other android smartphones any day. like i literally never use portrait mode on android phones and like not worth it yeah so it's it's because there's a lot to it it's not just about the background blur and all apple mm-hmm. knows it it understands that the focal length needs to be around the 50 52 mm range like mm-hmm. it is on a dslr like Correct. for that perfect bokeh shot pretty interesting did you see that uh, like of course you were like awake last night but that filmic pro uh, demonstration was yeah. so amazing yeah that was so good so good it is something similar to what lg tried with the v30 i guess yeah yeah i remember i yeah, i recall that they tried something similar but yeah obviously the mm-hmm. whole implementation on the iphone is going to be like another level 
I'm pretty sure like 90% of people don't even know that LG has all three cameras. <laughs> like they've been doing it for since four years, I guess. Yeah, for four years. Yeah, it's the same story as uh, HTC's Ultra Pixel. Oh God, <laughs> they tried. Yeah, yeah, ultimately. But then they left it. It's the implementation that matters. How you execute it. It's not just the idea, but how you Correct. execute it that matters a lot. In my opinion, where they messed up was like after experimenting with M7, yeah. they stuck with the same sensor on M8. Yeah, yeah, that was a bad call, and they even removed OIS. No, OIS was there on the M7, but on the M8 they even re- they removed the OIS. Wait, M yeah, correct. M7 had OIS. Yeah. M8 didn't have OIS. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, this uh, the satin finish on 11 Pro is across all colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, um, it's ultimately mm. like the way they have treated the glass. So oh, it's, it's like nebula blue on yeah, the central. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. It's going to be slippery, but looks good. I'm, I'm actually expecting it to be less slippery than the iPhone XS and the 10. But yeah, let's see. Like how? Isn't glossy supposed to be less slippery as compared to matte finish? Uh, yeah. So some, I think the uh, ultimately. No, actually, on second thoughts, you are right. <laughs> yeah, on second thoughts, you are right. Uh, and now my uh, my question is like, is it literally matte or does it look matte and it's still glossy, just like the one plus? What was that? Cashew white? No, cashew white was one plus one. Uh, that silk white, yes, and one plus six. That was silk white, which looked matte, but it was actually glossy. Same with nebula blue. It looks matte, but it is glossy. So I, uh, so for I think for this uh, question it will be better if I get to use the phone. I have yet to try it, but uh, I think. Uh, Wait, it, you haven't used OnePlus Seven Pro? No, for the iPhone, I need to. Oh, okay, but, okay, yeah. Uh, but I think it will be something like the iPhone Seven. It was available in a jet black and a matte black color, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So obviously it's not the jet black finish here, but uh, the matte black finish is going to be similar. So yeah, that phone was relatively very slippery. Mm-hmm. So I think it will be something in the same ballpark. So do you see yourself buying an uh, iPhone 11 Pro? No way. N- no way? No. Not even for the cameras or anything? Uh, no, no, no. Even if the cameras are good, the problem is iOS is not for me. It's way too limited for my use case. Yes, and plus I'm like already heavily invested in Google's ecosystem. So I'm like, okay, it'll be too much of an issue to switch everything. To be honest, I... Uh, like the uh, whole Google experience on uh, iPhone is not that bad. You have all the apps and stuff. So yeah, you're probably only going to miss Google Assistant. Uh, but the Not big... that I use it every day. <laughs> but I, I use that uh, whole uh, okay G thing a lot. Okay. Yeah, so I'm not using the keyboard because it will trigger my devices. So do you use it on your phone or do you have like... No, I use it on my phone a lot. Okay, so what's the use case like? Setting alarms, calling people when I'm in the car, Oh, uh, reading my messages in case or maybe replying to messages. Mm, I, I only use Alexa. But mm. Alexa, stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fine. So yeah, I use Echo Dot. So that's completely fine. Yeah, I, I don't feel the use case for Google stuff. I don't know. Maybe I need to own one to use it. Otherwise, I really don't use it on my phone as much. So I had a Google Home, but the problem with it was, for some reason, I don't know, maybe it was due to my internet, geofiber or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but after like every few hours, it used to just stop working. 
सॉरी आई कूडन कनेक्ट टू द इंटरनेट सॉरी आई कूडन कनेक्ट टू द इंटरनेट वाओ एवरीथिंग वॉज फाइन एंड जस्ट हैव टू लाइक स्विच इट ऑफ पावर इट ऑन अगेन वेट फॉर अ फ्यू सेकेंड्स एंड देन इट यूज टू स्टार्ट वर्किंग प्रॉपरली बट आफ्टर अ फ्यू आवर्स बैक टू द स्क्वायर वन वाओ दैट्स ऑड they didn't talk about siri at all right yeah like no improvements nothing no i guess they realized just how bad siri is it's still better than bixby though yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't you use bixby on your note 10 plus no no I, i like the day i got it i disabled everything related to bixby <laughs> everything do you feel odd that the power button and okay volume button was already there on the left side but what do you think about the power button on the left Act- is it weird uh, it's a bit weird but i'm actually really glad they got the uh, double press power button to launch the camera shortcut back oh finally yeah finally so like that's a big deal for me i'm incredibly glad it's back because it's a feature that has been missing from like other android devices due to the indian laws uh, even oneplus reverted this decision like up till oneplus 5 yeah. you couldn't do it but suddenly after oneplus 6 they switched and like okay now you can double tap to open camera which is i guess amazing. i guess they realized the emergency number never worked there's no yeah. point <laughs> i think now it's for uh, four or five clicks i haven't tried yeah, it yeah yeah i, I think, think it's it's there on the note 10 plus also i don't know some three or four clicks something like that Hmm. Like when when you're in emergency situation, you're not going to count. You will just tap it and hope it works. <laughs> even if it works, I doubt. Like even if the call goes through, I'm not too optimistic. <laughs> true, true, true. Okay, so before we wrap things up, let's talk about the Apple tag thing you just told me about before landing in this call. Yeah. Uh huh. So they're basically working on tile-like. tags uh, tile is basically like small uh, they're like small nfc tags that you can attach to your bag say your phone or anything and uh, then in case that uh, that device is lost or something you can use that tag to find your stuff so there's a dedicated app for it and everything uh, the thing with apple is how apple is doing it is in a completely different way they're using ultra wideband technology so what that will allow is you will be able to like generally what happens if you lose your phone or anything uh, you are shown uh, in a, your loca- the location is shown on the map mm-hmm. and you have to figure it out like walk and figure it out where it is and everything like you get an estimate of okay this he, your device is somewhere here now you go and find it now the base apple is doing it since they are using ultra wideband technology uh, indoor positioning is going to be like way better so you'll actually know that whether you have to like whether you kept it in your room or it's in the living room whether it's in the living room if it's in the living room whether it's on the left sofa or on the one on the right wow that that accurate yeah it's going to be that accurate so nice and uh, i recall something around the lines of like um with the same apple tag stuff they're also going to do airdrop thing like you can aim at people and then it will recognize that, oh you're going to airdrop the file to that yeah specific person yeah so so this is this is a feature that's coming i think in early october or late september with the ios 3.13.1 update so mm. uh, what you can do is there are many uh, it again uses the ultra wide band stuff uh, u1 chip that the new iPhones have you basically point your iphone at anyone with the share menu open and the airdrop will automatically show that iphone and uh, if you're sharing to like multiple devices or something you can just point your iphone towards one of the devices and uh, that device will get priority over others this is so cool i need something like this in android i just so want cool. them to bring airdrop for something like airdrop rest you can <laughs> figure out later yeah exactly i need something like airdrop because i don't use share it i just I like i stopped using share it 
2 years ago i guess i never bothered yeah. with cherry so like yeah it was bad because it shows ads yeah. and everything yeah. so like i switched to files go like whenever it was announced i think it was announced 2 years ago yeah so i'm using files go since then like google had the whole stuff with them they had nfc they had android beam they just mm-hmm. had to implement it why did they kill android beam like i think i'm not the only one who used <laughs> android beam with everyone Yeah, so i think sometimes i feel like it's like there are different uh, groups in uh, android division over at google they're like completely disjointed there's like not a single vision when it comes to stuff <laughs> that actually can be true you never know because the way they work it's like it's evident it's like it it happens from different teams it's not you know it doesn't happen in like this they're not working towards the same goal like with apple if something like this like if they implement something it's implemented properly across the board yes they will screw up from time to time but they have this thinking okay we are implementing it and all our groups should be aware of it talking about which <laughs> did you uh, get to try android 10 on any device uh yeah i do have a pixel 2 i tried it on that so like did you like it the whole gesture navigation system uh to be honest i tried it for like 10 minutes so i'm not going to say anything about the gesture stuff but uh, there's also the fact that to be honest i have lost uh, interest in android updates oh so you wow like, so you're like uh touch with ui oh wait it's called one ui, UI. <laughs> one ui sausage ui <laughs> so is it actually good i haven't used one ui at all like i've only seen it and maybe used it for 5 minutes or so so i'll rank uh, if uh, it rank all the skins stock mm. android is still at the top but now i feel that it lacks a lot of features so mm. it, it this is something like so something as simple as uh, uh, ability to take scrolling screenshots yeah they said they'll incorporate in it in next version of android yeah so you're telling me i have to wait another year for that simple <laughs> feature <laughs> and that's like still not sure they said okay we will consider it yeah, for so next launch i think that's saying a lot so <laughs> so so i'm not sure if if i still rank st- stock android on the top yeah in terms of performance smoothness and everything stock android wins hands uh, any day but still i think in terms of usability and all i'll prefer oxygen os and one oh, yes 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 i would rank like oxygen os and uh, stock android on top and then pretty much nothing else <laughs> no one ui is very good but samsung has genuinely done a good job one ui is like they went uh, unlike i from i was very i was like very i was looking forward to the emui 10 from huawei uh, i thought they'll do a whole ui revamp and everything like samsung has done with one ui mm-hmm. so they have done something like that but the problem is it's like uh, only on the surface it mm-hmm. it doesn't go ekdam skin deep and that's okay. the issue with one ui samsung has went like they threw everything they had about touchwise and they started fresh and that really shows i hope they revamp even more and keep up the good job like i don't want skins like fun touch os and oh color God. os those are horrible 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 like some of the stuff in color os is like did they even think this through or did like just copy it and let's like we're done we've done it. implemented it now you, <laughs> now our users will figure it out how to use it like especially in fun touch os like you literally have to do that bottom swipe for uh, quick settings and all like why why are you trying to copy ios even ios doesn't do this anymore <laughs> it's all very confusing so let's wrap this up um where can people find you on the internet 
so the best place to find me on the internet is Twitter. I'm active there a lot. Uh, my Twitter handle is at the rate epandu. Great. Like, are you on MySpace as well? I know I'm on Orkut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks for joining. It was really fun, you know, discussing Apple stuff with you. Yeah. I'm a complete noob in this area. Thanks for imparting your knowledge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me on the show. It was great fun. <laughs> all right. I'll see you on the internet. All right, folks. That's all for this episode. I hope you liked it. And if you did, like, share, subscribe, do your thing. And if you have any questions, queries, or constructive criticism, you can always reach out to me on Twitter. My handle is at ShimonIPS. That is S-H-I-M-O-N-I-P-S. And I'll get back to you ASAP. Also, do let me know whom you'd like to hear next as a guest on the podcast. I'm totally open to suggestions. Alright folks, I'll see you in the next episode.